That's what happens when you look at something. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Unpopular Review Entertainment. I am one of your hosts, the executive consultant, Chris Harris, joined today by Dr. Ghost Garbage and Team Superior. Hey, if a spoiler alert was ever in the title, it's it's right here. Uh, with <laughs> today, which is uh, garbage. Not, not hot, mind you, but garbage. And uh, we are here continuing with the eight tales of terror, ladies and gentlemen, eight days and a Tales of Terror um, halfway mark six. Up here. Six. Eight. Eight days of Tales of Terror. This, this movie is so bad that one of our hosts is, is hiding. I'm not talking about this. Yeah. Vixen, Vixen Darkness, ladies and gentlemen. But ladies and gentlemen, we are here talking about Casper. Everybody got a chance to pick two movies. We are in See the Superior Weeks movies. Uh, and she is here just to tell you, as she's still on hiatus, she is here to tell you why she picked this movie tonight. Hey, everybody. Um, so sorry I can't be for the whole episode. I'm still getting myself together. But um, I picked this movie because this was a great movie when I was a kid. Like, I really loved it. It was it was funny. It was scary to me as a child. It's, it's not scary anymore, but you know, it was back in the day. And it was just like one of those movies that you can, you know, watch with your family when you were younger. And it was just a good time for everybody around Halloween. So that's why I picked this movie for those purposes. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about this movie by Gideon Synopsis. Thank you so much, Steve, for joining us. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Garbage, take it away. All right, here we go for Casper, this this spooky, spooky movie, not picked by me. All right, believing her inheritance to be no more than a dilapidated estate, our daughter's anger soon turns to hope as she uncovers rumors of a secret treasure hidden within the old house. The only complication is the house is haunted. Having exhausted all channels, she turns to her last hope, a disgraced paranormal psychologist who she believes might just be able to, excuse me, remove the ghost, blocking her from the fortune within. All right, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a really interesting movie to review. I actually just got finished watching it not too long ago, 1995's Casper starring Bill Pullman and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, anyway, that being said, let's go ahead and get to our very first segment of the night. It was the best of scenes. It was the worst scenes. We'll go around telling our best scenes. Then we'll go back around telling each other our worst scenes. And we're going to go ahead and start this time with none other than Dr. Ghost, if you don't mind telling us your best scene, let's get to it. Well, to be honest, there was a lot of them because this movie was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I definitely got a lot of laughs out of, out of this movie. Um, because, you know, uh, you know it's, it's, a, it's a kid's movie, you know, so it's, a, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, I learned, damn, you know, and, you know, the three... The three crazy ghosts, they were hilarious. 
Um, and wow, there was just so many. Whew. Actually, okay, okay, I'll tell you this. My favorite, favorite scene for me personally was when they found that hidden room and they went, they had to go through that entire process to get down there with the whole thing, with the chair, with the whole, the, uh, the thing that wakes them up. It reminded me of like a cool way to have a bat cave. Like I would remove all of that crap as far as like the toothbrush in and the shaving and all of that crap and just put a whole bunch of screens and a bunch of computers. It would be awesome to just ride a little roller coaster down to your basement. That was incredible. Like, uh, so that's my favorite scene. All right, uh, let's go ahead and I'll uh, I'll speak for Chrissy. Uh, she has, even though she came in instead of comment, don't think I didn't hear that. But uh, let's go ahead with her best scene. Best scene is when, did you want to say it? My best scene. <laughs> My best scene was when um, when Casper finally turns into a human. Oh, He's yeah. a real boy like Pinocchio. And he comes down and he dances with uh because nobody else was dancing with her. That was my favorite scene. Everybody was in love with Casper back in the day when he was little. And, you know, great scene at the party. Why are y'all looking like that? Wonderful scene. Best scene in the whole movie. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, I'll go next to my best scene. My best scene in this movie was, um, let's see, there were so many. Uh, I found out uh, who directed the movie. I found out who produced the movie. I found out who was the assistant to the assistant, the lighting rig. Uh, the end credits were phenomenal. Uh, but I have to say my absolute favorite part of this movie was uh, the part where Casper wrote uh, very, very enthusiastically, as I was enthusiastically when he wrote it, the end. That was a great scene. In the movie. Uh, so, I, have to, I have to give you that. It was the only thing that rivaled, the only thing that rivaled that, that scene was the part where I fell asleep because <laughs> that was that was a good time. I'm not hating. I'm telling you, hey, you yeah. asked me a question. You asked no. me a question. I'll give, I'll give you honest answers. I'll give you honest answers. All right, no. You want a real scene? Here's a real scene, okay? I like the scene when they first found out the place was haunted and they were trying to find a way to get rid of the ghost and one of the people that came out was Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters. I thought mm -hmm. that was a good thing, okay? So yeah. there you go. There's my, there's my best scene. There were a lot of, uh, like, big actors in it, like just with small appearances and stuff. I noticed I didn't know. I didn't realize back when I first saw it. I haven't seen this movie in years. Oh, word, like Clint Eastwood. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I will say this. At the time, that was what was known as a big budget movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why there were a lot of names in that movie. That was a highly anticipated movie. I remember that even that mm -hmm. year. I remember that was highly anticipated. So I'm trying not to be messed but that's okay. I'm sorry, Mumbles. What did you say? <laughs> hmm? No, nothing, nothing. Let's continue. Are you on meds too? Are you on the on pain medication? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen. They they saved the best for last in this case because, as you know, this was this was a movie of the year for me. Uh, my, my, my best scene in this movie, I would have to say, is nothing. But if I'm forced to pick one, it'll be this. The whole beginning of this movie, there's a woman named Corrigan, and that's the uh, um, one who inherits the house, right? The actual owner of the house, and she's bossing this uh, beta man 
or beta male rather. Whoever put that picture up, can you put that picture up? Because I'm going to be talking about these two for a second. So this bossy uh, female, she's uh, ordering that simp around. The simp is in the background. She's in the foreground. And she knows exactly what to do, and she has all the plans. And she's, uh, uh, you know, telling them where to go, what to drink, what to eat. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't, don't spoil my recasting. Yet, <laughs> Let's say something for the audience. And so then they get to the house, and they, this is before they realize that they're a ghost. And by ghost, I don't mean threatening, but I just mean ghost, right? So this is before they realize that they're a ghost in there, and, and not even, but just one, the aforementioned friendly ghost. And they get in there, and Casper, with the girliest voice, the most prepubescent voice I've ever heard in my life, okay, he says, don't be afraid. And what does this bossy chick do? Do She hides behind the beta male. All of a sudden, all of that alpha <laughs> went out of her sails, and she cowered behind this beta male. And I loved it, because I see that often. And then, when you hear a noise in the middle of the night, no, you go check the door. You go, go look for the danger. All of that equality is out the door. So right. if anything, if I'm if I'm gonna pick anything, it would be when that bossy chick realized, hey, I have limitations. Maybe I should slow down just a bit. And I have to say, I loved it. Mm. Well, everyone, you know, she had to get things done. She was a boss B. Somebody had to wear the pants. And she was the one who wore them. So I appreciate her in this movie, even though she was the villain. Because she was representing for the for the for the ladies. And plus in the 90s, didn't they have like this whole like women started to appear more powerful, I guess, in, in movies and stuff. Because I remember Rugrats, remember um Angelica's mom? She was like really like business, business savvy and just like kind of wore the pants in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think there were can other you describe can you describe uh, the father? Would you say that he's like that beta male in the background of that picture that we just put up? Probably so. Probably probably so. Yes. Let uh, me pause it. I think, Christy, you're absolutely correct that there was a, a spate of films in the 90s yeah. and even the early 2000s uh, that showed women in the foreground. I have no problem just for those who haven't caught on oh. to what I'm trying to say uh, with women being in the foreground. Women should be. They're the majority of the population, right, on the planet. What I have a problem is power is not displayed by bullying men and supposedly taking the position of men. Men don't bully women. Males bully females, right? But men don't bully women. And so I, I, I put up against Corrigan, I put up uh, Ripley from Alien or Aliens franchise, right? You could even put her up in Dana and I'll be mentioning this in a second from Ghostbusters, right? You can be strong and not have to surround yourself with simps or bully other people. That's not what, what strength is. So in this movie, it was a cheap way if that's what they were going for, but I didn't take it that way. I took it that she was running her mouth, and then when there was an actual threat, she backed down. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment, and possibly uh, a worse part of this movie. Speaking of the worst part, let's transition over the worst part. Dr. Ghost, I see uh, you want to uh, open your mask for this one. What is your worst scenes of this movie? 
Is it a little when, hot for you, doctor? No, it a little no, hot? no, no, no. You know what? When Dan Aykroyd ran out of that house, I was pissed. Because you think it just really totally, upset. as a wrestling term would say, no. Bear, Ricky, obviously, he's doing it for a fact. Come on, bro. No. He almost, yeah, he almost yeah. lost his job just for that. Uh, so you, it's because it, it totally buried the Ghostbusters? Yes. Hmm. And then later on, he got the ghost with the damn um, um, vacuum cleaner. How yeah, are you going to go in there? And then all of a sudden, you get in the thing with the vacuum cleaner. Like, I, listen, I was a fan of Ghostbusters. I was a, I was the kid that bought the 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 thing at the at the toy store that that would light up and would go and and the Ghostbusters. Like, I had everything. I would dress up on Halloween as Ghostbusters. Like, listen, I was upset. I never seen but, Ghostbusters, but I I do think the the scene with the vacuum thing didn't make much sense because no. they're going going through walls all throughout the movie, and then they get sucked in the vacuum, and suddenly they they can't escape. That part didn't mm, make sense. Did Vic, I'm sorry, I, I I'm a big fan of Ghostbusters, and I want to get that toy on eBay. Can you tell me the name of the toy that goes? and lights up. What is that again? Let me just write that down. Listen, it was the thing that they put on the back, right? Because you thing. put it on your back. No, listen, I, I don't remember the exact the exact name of what it was. I'm, I'm messing with you. Know it was like a book bag, right? Uh -huh. And they had a whole bunch of lights and buttons, right? And then it is came. It, is with it perhaps the ghost gun. trap? Is it the ghost trap? Or are you talking about the zapper? It was the zapper. Thank you. It was the zapper, right? I had the zapper and the ghost trap. No, that's I not had the, the problem. Zapper, I had the zapper, the ghost trap, and the costume. Mm -hmm. Like I was a ghost buster fiend. You know For those what I mean? Who are listening, Vic was also a guest star in Stranger Things season two. In those days, it was about Thundercats, mm -hmm. He Man, He, he Thundercats, He Man, Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters. That's true. You understand? I, I gotta agree with you. You do not take Dan Aykroyd and have him walking out of that house. Do not even put Dan Aykroyd he, in this movie. He is not the star of this film. He he had to no, take no, him no, out. No, 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 no. Even that cameo was not necessary. Yeah, Listen, I've not I, if I went and saw this in the movies, I would have walked out, out of there at a protest. Hey. Tell him how you really feel. <laughs> no, I think he's I think he's absolutely right because when I saw that. And he's he's not supposed to be Dan Aykroyd just as a ghost hunter. He's literally supposed to be his character from Ghostbusters. So yeah. everybody who's seen Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and you've actually seen what a scary poltergeist looks like because they're all mm -hmm. throughout those movies. You can't find one in this movie, but in Ghostbusters 1 and 2, they're all throughout. And they actually fight demons, right? Um, why would he be afraid of these three guys who just want to go get a drink at a bar? And clearly that's all it is because we see it in the movie. It makes absolutely zero sense, and it throws out the window why this woman needs um, uh, the president to come into the to house and exercise the ghost. You know what? I haven't seen Ghostbusters, but correct me if I'm put wrong. Up zero sense, and they uh, uh, right now I gotta know that because everything I is factual. <laughs> yeah, so if it's you and you haven't seen Ghostbusters one and two, it's, it's not me. It wasn't me. Take the L. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, but Ghostbusters, they, they're they a group. They hunt in a group. Hi, Shami. And so yeah, he, came there, he came alone. 
So maybe that's why he couldn't he couldn't do it no. by himself. He needed okay, his I, I think you missed my point. Let me you know what, let me know is that the ghost if, if I if if if, if I fought pit bulls all my life, right? Full grown mm -hmm. pit bulls. In a group. It does it doesn't matter. Group or by myself, right? I still fought them, right? Mm -hmm. Pit bulls, plural, right? I fought them with a group of people, right? And then I go into a house and I see a chihuahua. I'm not gonna run out of the house. Because even if by myself, I know that I was able to handle at least one or more pit bulls. And that is a chihuahua. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? The logic that this movie employs just for a laugh because they could afford to get Dan Aykroyd back into the Ghostbusters costume, as Chris said, it hurts the movie because they're supposed to be a threat. And they're not a threat. They never showed these uncle because they're Casper's uncles. They never show them as a threat. And why am this is going to my second one because I agree with Vic as in my first worst. I'm just gonna jump right into it. The father is a paranormal psychologist. He's been looking for ghosts, specifically his wife, right? But he's been looking to make contact with ghosts so he knows that they're real and that there is an afterlife, so that possibly he can contact his wife who has passed on before the movie starts. So why, if that's been his goal for umpteen years, this is according to uh, Christina Ritchie's character, would he be afraid once he actually Yes. Fulfills his mission. <laughs> I agree. That was one thing I, I didn't understand okay. either. He, my, he my was next just one as scared this. as everyone else when he saw Casper. My, my, my next and last one. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you, you see Casper and then you see the uncles who are more mischievous, right? But they're just mm -hmm. having fun, okay? With the exception of the priest who somehow survives having his neck turned 180 degrees. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because it's a cartoon movie, right? Okay, so my last one is Corrigan. Corrigan, again, is that uh, bossy chick, okay? And she wants the vault. Now, spoiler alert for this part, she actually finds out where it is because she follows Christina Ritchie's character in Casper's, right? And they overhear them talking about Casper's father inventing a resurrection machine. Mm -hmm. The power to resurrect the dead. And not just the machine, but also the elixir which could be replicated as far as she knows, mm -hmm. which would be worth times and times and times more than anything they could find in that vault, I assure you. Mm -hmm. If you had the power to bring back the dead to life, not for a day as in the other movie that we just saw or a couple of hours, but for the rest of their natural lives, no pun intended, you could be a trillionaire easily. Mm -hmm. Yet she scoffs at that and only wants what? The doubloons? <laughs> He's supposed to be the smart one out of that duo of Cruella DeVille and the skinny one who steals the puppies. Mm -hmm. This movie, from start to finish, was a waste of my time. It was hot garbage. Uh -huh. And it made zero, zero sense. Those three are my worst. Anybody who wants it can take it. <laughs> Well, I'll so, say my words. Before, you, before you go, before you go, see, I want uh -huh. everybody to know that I, I, I've been working control the banners today. And uh, first of all, I've never seen James hit a triple threat combo with the, it makes zero sense, right? <laughs> One minute rant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, fi and final thoughts all at the same time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can actually add a fourth one because it was Tom Foolery, too. But anyway, 
No, it was not. <laughs> that one I won't give you, my friend. Listen, I've given you a lot of leeway when you destroyed New York, when you destroyed San Francisco, when you cheated in chess all those years, okay? I've given you lots of leeways, okay? When you turned one of my strongest students against me, and then she had the power to do anything except kill one man, all of a sudden she lost her molecular ability of, of this cohesion, right? I've given you a lot of leeway. That I will not give you. It was not tomfoolery, but the other three you were spot on. I only have one question for you. Where were you, Charles? See, go ahead and yeah. go. Um, just um, my worst scene um, is going to have to be. Um, it's going to have to be the the scene where the mother, aka the fairy godmother, aka the angel, comes back and grants wishes because <laughs> it didn't make much sense to me. Now she comes back in this red dress from heaven, I assume. And she said, oh, Casper, because you did the right thing, I'm going to give you your, your heart's desire. And she turns them into, into a human until 10 o'clock. I thought that scene was a little ridiculous, but, you know, that's probably my worst scene. Chrissy, I agree with you. Mm, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with you because wait, the mother hang on, clearly hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute wait she knew wait. how much her husband and her daughter missed her. Does she show up? Not at all. No. She shows up for a hundred and something year old dead boy because he did a nice thing. Does she allow him? Because clearly she has, she has God-like powers. Apparently mm -hmm. that's a thing. She can't make herself come back. She doesn't have that power, but she only <laughs> lets him be alive long enough for him to dance with this, with her daughter. Yes. Who she doesn't appear to. Not at all. <laughs> And she appears to the dad after she goes to Casper. So her first priority was getting to Casper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, then it was everyone else who she's blood related to. And floats away like a butterfly. Did you catch that? Yeah, that's yeah, that scene didn't make much sense. But yeah. Who's next? Worse, right? <laughs> Go. <laughs> Chris. Exactly. She was the enchantress. She was definitely yeah, the yeah, enchantress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was definitely. All right, let me go with my worst scene because uh, we're, we're actually doing well on time here. So here's my worst scene. The beginning. It, the credits rolled in the opening scene, and I knew it was going to go straight downhill from there. That was bad. Um, no. <laughs> um, let's see. The worst scene in this movie was a few things. Um and actually, I'm, I'm. I hate to do it like this. I have to explain my worst scene when I get to my recast. It. Uh, Y'all gonna have to forgive me on this one. You're gonna have to forgive me on this one because it's it's gonna. I'll be able to explain it better once I get to my recast. Why I did not like this particular scene. So uh, let's go ahead and we're going to take a slight commercial break. Talk about the movies we're going to discuss on Tuesday. When we come back, we'll be right here with quotables and recast. Thanks so much for watching us here at Unpopular Review. We'll be back in a moment with Ghost and Throat Clearing. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen.
matter of fact, it was. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on Popular Reviews Entertainment Edition reviewing 1995's Casper. And uh, see the superior's picks. And now we're going to go into our next segment, which is none other than quotables. And uh, this movie should be rich, full of them. So, Dr. Ghost. <laughs> okay. Somebody's a hater. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes. Yeah. Um, my favorite quote in this movie was when Kat was having a, the first argument with the ghost and she was walking out of the room and she said, drop dead. And they said, too late. <laughs> that made me die laughing. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah, that's mine. Wow. Uh, all right, so uh, see, see, you want to go? Yeah, because I'll, I'll be the first to admit it was hard finding quotables in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, you gotta get the kids movie guy. Okay, but let me go into my quotables. Okay, uh -huh. so here's here's one of mine. Um, did we have fun on a scale from one to ten? Ten being fun and one being you. Yeah, we had fun. <laughs> I thought that was. Fun. And then the last one is going to be when, you know, old girl, Angelica's mom dies. And then uh, the dude, the the beta, he's, you know, finally, you know, getting him. He finally feels himself. Like, oh, yeah. You know, just such a shame she died because uh, those were nice glasses. Pretty much he didn't care that she died. He was faking love. It was fake love the whole time. And she says, not so fast, little man. The B word, because I can't say it on the show, is back. And I say, yes. Great quote. The B is back. That's my quotable. All right. Uh, go ahead, Garbage. I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> All right. Now, actually, this is this is going to be a shock because people who have been watching the show so far think that I hate this movie. But actually, it's rife. Rife. That's a word for you. With quotables. Okay? And I will prove it right now. I actually I got about five of them right now. I'm going to read uh, one of my other ones there. In the uh, in the vault right now, my first quote from for, my first quote, excuse me, from this movie is this: "There is no Dana, only Zul." My second one is, "I'm the key master. Are you the gatekeeper?" <laughs> Another quote from this movie is, "You don't think that I'm going to give away? You don't think that I'm going to give this money away to a bunch of nuns?" Another quote, "Ditto." Another quote, "It's amazing, Molly. The love inside. You take it with you." Another quote, something from our childhood, something that can never possibly destroy us. I don't know none of these quotes. What movie is this? <laughs> this is from Casper. Aren't you paying attention? This is not from Casper. Here's two, people, here's two people from this movie. Would you stop rambling? I don't think I'm rambling. I'm just answering the question. He's got an attitude now. I don't have an attitude. Yes, you do have an attitude. If you didn't have an attitude, you would not have raised your voice to me. So anyway, those are my quotes. Some of my quotes. What movie, said, is movie, this movie is this rife with quotes, okay? What movie uh, is from, from Casper the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's actually from Ghostbusters <laughs> and the movie Ghost. Two movies with ghosts in it that are actual mm -hmm. threats, that are actually entertaining. You are not going to tell me that ghost is watching us. Those are movies that I would have picked. But again, this is Chrissy's week, and you have her to think. But before I go, let me just say this. And I'm saying it now because he's not on the screen, and I couldn't look in his eyes even though he has the mask on. Vic, I thought last week was the worst it could ever possibly be on this show. And that's saying a lot because we cover the MCU. And you know how I feel about the new Spider-Man. But having watched these two movies, Chrissy, 
I'm looking at you, or at least the symbol. Uh -huh. You have managed to outdo Vic in picking that the worst duo of Halloween movies or movies in general I have ever seen in my life. Hocus I Pocus is fantastic movie. I, I thought it couldn't be worse when we were listening to people speak like they lived 400 years ago. But the only, only saving grace of that movie was that angry father, Lord Capulet. When he shook <laughs> his wife and he shook his daughter, I was cracking up laughing. It was great cinema. Great views but on that week, episode. This week, you've outdone yourself. And you put up trash. Hot no, I'll disagree. And Vic, now that you're back, you can hear it yourself. <laughs> I apologize. Those are Look. my quotes, ladies and gentlemen. Those are my quotes. <laughs> Tom Foolery, indeed. Because I agree. I definitely agree with what you see. It was Tom Foolery. Hocus Pocus is a wonderful, fantastic, uh, spectacular, excellent movie. Who were the threats you in that are... movie? The three bumbling women or what? Winifred, Sarah. You know who's a threat? You were a threat. You were a threat because you sit there and you critique hey, such I, a great I, movie in a negative light. You were the threat I, in that movie. Yeah, I, I'm portraying it. Not the director. Not the director of the script. It's you, know what you, you know hey, what your listen, problem is? Hey, listen, Hollywood. Listen, Hollywood. You know um, what your problem is, Tom? In Hocus Pocus, they didn't know what a vacuum cleaner was. And in this one, they didn't know what a vacuum cleaner was. Even though they knew about uh, driver's permits in the last movie. And in this movie, they watched TV. And they go to local bars, but they've never seen a vacuum cleaner, ever. Do you know okay. what your problem is, Tom? My problem is I watch <laughs> Casper. That's my problem. I had to sit there and actually, because I'm a man of my word, I had to watch. You know what, Chrissy? You yes. should have killed me when you had the chance. <laughs> this movie is, I'll, I'll be the first to say, I'll go on, on the hook and say this. This movie is better than See No Evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, it's better acting. False. That is a lot. Where are you this at, buddy? Ricky, where are you at, Ricky? Buddy? Ricky, where are you at? You remember the acting in that movie? I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather watch Kevin Hart and Rock in the next five movies at my own expense <laughs> than have to watch these two movies over ever again in my life. Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Okay, I'll on the sixth one. Right. The right. Right. acting Kevin was Hart, bad. Kevin Hart, could, the acting could be was the bad goofy, and see no evil. Could be the goofiest the story in my life, and I will laugh and enjoy that rather than story watch check. these movies again. The acting was Sorry, bad and see no evil, but the uh -huh. story was ten times better. The story is this, they just stole listen, it from, let, from let Mike Myers. Let me tell you something. <laughs> there was no multimedia super hype up for see no evil. The the amount of coverage that there was for this movie. And the, and the anticipation that there was for this movie, oh mm -hmm. my God, it was insane. And for the letdown that this movie um, did for, for everybody is unfortunate. That's why this movie became a time capsule and a lot of people do not remember it. Who don't remember this movie? A lot of people. <laughs> people that are older, they've completely forgot about this movie. You know why? It's not uh, a I have, to, I have to agree with Vic because after watching this movie, I realized, you know, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, I completely forgot I saw it. I completely yes. forgot I saw it. All right, yes. let me go. With my, can I go with my quotable? Let me go with my quotable. Here's yes, my you quotable. can. We apologize. Quotable. That's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Uh, the most entertaining character in this movie. Can you guess who I think the most entertaining character in this movie is? Anybody think it's credits? Stretch. <laughs> no, it was actually uh, Carrington. I thought she was very entertaining and funny. Mm -hmm. So she had a couple one-liners. Uh, fall. She had one one-liner that I thought was really, really good because I could see myself saying it. It was when they were first getting up to the mansion mm -hmm. or whatever the place is. And uh, it was raining. And dude looks out the window and says, hey, what do you think we're going to do? And then she looks at him and says, I think you're going to get wet. 
And if he opens the thing and she just drives on through, I, I can see myself doing that to some jabroni. So I had to give her credit for that. That's it. Yeah. That reminds me of a story, Chris. We were, we were in the car. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and go to our recast segment. All right. Where we pick somebody who can do the job just as well, if not better, from past, present, or possibly future. So, does anybody want to volunteer to take over for recast and have their first ones? I think we should start with Tom Foolery or Jane Foolery. And, and you go, Christy. All right. Good. I will go. Okay, so I saw this character and I said, I have to recast him. When I was looking at him, I said, this guy, he reminds me of somebody else. Look at him. Uh, his face is so familiar too. I think he's a really famous 90s actor, but I, I can't think of anything else he's been in. Are you serious? I'm, I'm really serious. Wow. <laughs> but when I saw this man, I said, hold on. He's, he's a, a very intelligent guy you know, living in a, a really creepy house or at least uh, squat, squatting there looking for his wife. And I said, who could play this part? Hank Pym. <laughs> Hank Pym could be this guy any day. So, and because I wasn't sure, <laughs> you can see it. You know you guys can see it. Actually, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> and then I saw this guy. And I said, this guy could be played by somebody else <laughs> who could do it just as good, if not better. And when I thought about the person who could replace him and could really do it justice, but they probably couldn't get him for the movie, but he would have killed this role. This guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Williams would have killed this dad in this movie. Hell yeah. Imagine if Genie uh, became a ghost. What? Considering he played in Jumanji, which was just as bad as Casper, I have what? no idea. No doubt, Jumanji is a great movie. Jumanji was a horrible movie. Jumanji was better than Casper, but the reason why Robin Williams couldn't be in this movie is because he makes blockbusters. Mm -hmm. Look, just like y'all said, it's a high budget, highly anticipated movie. Oh. I just think that they couldn't get him. They couldn't get him. That's all it was. He must have been occupied doing something else because he definitely would have killed that role for sure. So. That was my recast at everyone. So who would like to go next? I, I put crickets on for your, your disrespect of the president. Chrissy, I was that was the president. Okay, yes, those are cricket sounds. Let me play it again for those listening at home, okay? <laughs> that, was, that was the president from Independence Day is what he's about to tell you. Yes. Oh, how, you, okay. how have you missed that? Oh, yeah, okay. Now that you say he was oh, in Independence yeah. okay. Day. Okay, but that's it. What else was he in? That's it. Just listen that. What movies were you in, Chrissy? Zero. Oh, okay. So he's two and zero. Actually, wait. Let the me plus. It's two and zero. Oh. No, no, no. Actually, actually, we yeah. have a tie record because I was recasted in Hocus Pocus, and I was recasted in another film that we did. I think I forget which one it was, but I've been in two films. And you have me to thank for your recasting in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so my my we're in two and two right now. So me and this guy, comparable. If he wins any war, awards, I I would like to be mentioned in those awards as well. Yeah, you, that's true. You are right, Chris. Chrissy, you're right. And, and far <laughs> be it for me to lie when you are absolutely right. Both of you were in trash movies, so you are tied. <laughs> One in Hocus Watch Pocus. You want to stop disrespecting Hocus Pocus? Thank a, you. Chris was a producer on Hocus Pocus. For those who haven't caught on, <laughs> I wish I was. Money would still be flying in. Money. I'll give you that. 
Hocus so Pocus is a classic. Who wants to go next? Uh, Dr. Ghost, do you want to go or, or exactly? Sure. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go because there are several. There are several. <laughs> okay. So now this lady right here, right? Um, the oh, first here person, we go. The first person that I thought of that honestly could have played it better is this lady. Oh. Right here. I thought we was about to see Miss Silhouette again. I thought so too. I was ready for the button. No, I, I think she would have played it better. I definitely think she would have played it better. And and for some reason, um, every time in these kind of movies, and in the 90s, this was like a thing to have like, you know, uh, Smugzilla. Mm -hmm. Smugzilla is in every movie for some reason. It's always blonde, blonde Smugzilla. But I think this is the best Smugzilla. <laughs> I think that this Smugzilla would have uh, played that movie. But, you know, I mean, there's always... A, Blonde white woman that's incredibly smug, you know what I mean. What movie yeah. is she from that you're calling her Smugzilla? Oh, uh, Mean Girls, Regina George. Yeah, I've, I've never yeah. seen that movie. What? Oh, okay, okay, I'll yeah, that's why. yeah. That, no. this is why if you watch no. this movie, you'll understand why no. this is the ultimate. Smug no, Zilla. no, uh, oh. because I've already lost a lot of testosterone watching these movies you've been picking. <laughs> so we will have a break from all of this nonsense. Okay, we won't be doing that. Right. I don't know this for yeah. a fact, but I would I would be willing to bet money that both the executive and Dr. Ghost happen to like Mean Girls. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. It, yeah, look, he don't want to say. There is a movie that Dr. Ghost hasn't liked. I mean, Mean, mean Girls. Mean Girls. I will say. I will say I've never seen Mean Girls. You've never now, seen Mean Girls. Uh, mean Girls does not look like it interests me. Now I know of that character because, unfortunately. I've heard about it a few times, but I cannot sit here and clarify your statement to be accurate because I've never seen it. Stay and tuned. Chris, just, to, just to clarify, how many guys have come up to me and say, Chris, you've got to see Mean Girls? No. Absolutely zero. Okay. Thank okay. you. So, well, Chris, you're going mean, to slow down like, with these estrogens. Okay. You, we, need, we, need, we need to come back to reality. Okay. No, but you know what? Like, sometimes, like, you know, it, that that just becomes part of Netflix and chill that you watch some of these movies like I knew like, that's example, the only like, reason no, you watch like, it. Like look, exactly. I, I, I like, you know, like like I'm I gonna be honest with you, like like Pitch Perfect is not a movie that I would mm -hmm. go watch. But normally, but I love but, those movies. Like Fat Amy, but, I love me but, some Fat Amy, bro. But um, and and and, and salute her done, because she's lost a lot of weight. Salute to her, she's lost. She a lot really of weight. has. She really has. But honestly, like I would not be a fan and like. You know, go to the movie and pick something and just pick that. I, and that's that, my that point. Would, that's my point. That there was there was an extenuating circumstance. I knew why, but it's none of my business. I don't want to bring your personal into yeah, it. No, I see you, but it, it is what it is. Bro. Like that, no that's how you get out to see. Oh, I got to see Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect Two. There's no way. I know you. You're not doing that. I know there's no way that that's Chris fair. is going. I'm going to spend that's my fair. money. There's no way. Movie, if I don't want to see the movie, if I don't want to see the movie, I'm not seeing the movie. That's why I haven't seen a lot of movies. Okay, woman aside, I, I, don't know, care I don't care what she's giving me. I don't know what she's putting up. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm Chris. You're going to give it regardless. So, and the bottom line is, I don't. <laughs> and, and that's true, and that's true because somebody was hungry and they were starving. They oh just wanted a dollar. And no, listen, first you got to hear this. This is And Chris rolled that window up so fast. He didn't even give them eye contact. Another story. Chris told somebody, he said that, and I was the eyewitness. He said. Don't look me in the eyes, and they immediately averted their eyes and they looked down 
and they asked their question. And I was imp- I, I was impressed. Oh my god! He was my friend, so we didn't go beyond the, the, the being impressed. But I could <laughs> see how that people could be swayed by that kind of power. It was intense. It was, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't look me in the eyes," and they averted their gaze. It was incredible. I've never forgotten that. That is power, I ladies tell. and gentlemen. I can tell. And, 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 and uh, listen, Chris, Chris, and fear you can't buy. The Mean Girls sequel starring Chris. <laughs> now, I think Chris is dishonored. On my last recasting. Okay. Right, oh, you recasted, you recasted your mask. No, yeah, and I did this because this this is one of the things that made this movie a disappointment at the it's time. Every, every time it's because the real reason because the reason why one of the main and I'm starting to remember like one of the main reasons why this became such a media hype was because Wednesday was awesome. Mm -hmm. And this is what should have happened. If they would have figured out a way to bring in the Adams family and bring Casper in and something like that, it would have made for a much better movie. But Wednesday was incredible. (laughs) Cat just turned out to be, I don't know. But this would have been much better. Um, and people have been saying that since this movie came out because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. I can get down with that, but I don't I, know about I the think, crossover. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't think so. Also, Adam's family was a respectable movie. Very um, respectable. Uh, Vic, I got to say that Catherine O'Hara, I think recasted is spot on because I did get vibes from Beetlejuice throughout this movie. Like they were mm-hmm. taking little, little pieces from it. Also, some Ed wishes a hands with the whole steampunk and uh, invention room yes. down in the cellar, wherever they were at. Everything but Casper. Um, so I agree with yours. And let me just say this, and, and I'm going to admit this. I've never admitted this on, on live uh, TV or air or whatever. But growing up, Wednesday Adams was my first crush. She had a dry sense of humor. <laughs> she could care less. She was loyal, though, to her family. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She liked the color black. Look at me. You know, so I really had a crush on Wednesday Adams. And I really, really liked her. It was that, you know, that school boy. I don't know these terms. Chrissy, what is the, what is the feminine term that you all use? This puppy love that I have for Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. Right? My first crush. Did I like her in Casper? No. But Wednesday Adams, even to this day, that is my mortician. <laughs> Let me just say that. And Ricky, if you want the same power as Chris, you have to go to the dark side of the force. <laughs> there are many abilities that some might consider to be unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Do, do you want to go recast the next? Uh, I'm going to recast. Can I go? I didn't want to skip ahead of anybody. You know, the, I've been okay. enjoying you so much. As you know, I, so, I, I don't typically like to recast, but what Chrissy wants, Chrissy gets, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but I had a few. And let me just say this. This man, I want to know, Chris, can we find out before the end of the show how much this man has made this year? Because he's been in all our recasting. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Casper, a.k.a. Teacup. Yes, Teacup was in this movie. And I thought he did a great job. He was in all his movies. Right? He brought the estrogen. He brought the femininity. He brought the, the zero threat. Teacup. He's a friendly ghost who's 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he's 12 and he's a friendly ghost. Okay. We want and, him to be- and so was Thackeray Binks 
And so was the other one who whose name is not important that I'll never remember again because I'm never watching that movie again. Okay? <laughs> even if we do the end of the year, even if we do the end of the year, I'm not going back and watching that movie. Again. I, that's all you get. But oh, let us not man. forget Teacup's uh, uncles, who why his uncles were there and not his parents. I don't know what was the unfinished business. I don't know what was Casper's. He wanted to see his dad, who just skipped out of town once he was gone. Okay, great dad. Okay, he left him a baseball. Oh, excuse me. Are we allowed to curse in this show? Uh, an old A baseball. That's his father's gift to him. Greatest dad. But his uncles, they're not much better. And here the uncles go. That's one uh -huh. of them. That's the second one. <laughs> and this is the other one. The uncles. Now we talked about Corrigan. And I called her the bossy chick. But if we're going to do bossy, we got to do it right. We got to do somebody that has some G power to her. And nobody does it better than Mrs. Fratelli. Now, oh. for those like Chrissy who doesn't know who this is, she was I know Goonies. who that is. I've seen the Goonies. This is my recaster. Come on now. What are you doing? <laughs> say it right. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Fratelli, who I got to say, just like Don Vito, I couldn't look away from this character, okay? The voice, you know, the kid says, excuse me, is this water? It's wet, ain't it? Greatest line in cinema. One of the best. I loved it. That's a line, a quote from Goonies, if we ever get to that movie. Chrissy, why don't you pick that movie? They have women in it. What? All right. <laughs> I'm picking Mean Girls just for for the love no. of it now. <laughs> um, but listen, yeah, this movie, it, had a lot of feels. it had a lot of feels in it. And as everybody knows me in my personal life, I'm very emotional. I always bring it to the surface. I believe that emotion should be expressed all the time, but only when you're talking about yourself, never when it comes to somebody else's emotions or feelings. Everybody who knows me knows that's true. And I thought the touching scene at the end of this movie, I just had to highlight, and I just want to bring this up, Chrissy, you'll agree because this is your favorite movie, was this moment right here. Good. Get okay. <laughs> I love that moment because the whole movie, she couldn't see Sam, right? She couldn't see <laughs> Sam Wheat. And then at the end, she saw him, and I'm sitting there and I'm crying. Whoopi Goldberg, she's not crying, but I'm crying for Whoopi. And I'm like, yo, this movie is phenomenal. I was frightened when the demons came, but now the light is coming from heaven. He's going to heaven, but how are you going to leave your girl? How are you going to leave to me? How are you going to leave to me? <laughs> anyway, that was probably my best scene and my favorite recast of Casper. <laughs> this scene right here on the screen. Love so it. the same as mine, the dance scene when they finally got the dance and kiss. That was your favorite scene. I, I just I, I like Are you not looking at the screen? Let me show I, you again. This is my favorite scene from Casper. <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah, I remember that scene go. as well. Mine is was mine. Is no, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't when the two girls were dancing together at this uh, childhood Halloween party in this, uh, you know. Allergy-filled room. No, that wasn't my favorite scene. I didn't find any of that appealing to me whatsoever. Why she wanted to wear this dead woman's old A wedding dress, I don't know. Uh -huh. How come she didn't kick all those kids out when they bum-rushed her house, but nobody wanted to interact with her? I don't know. That's not Wednesday, Adams. Don't do that to Wednesday. Don't disrespect my girl Wednesday, my, my a.k.a. Morticia when she's older, a.k.a. Sam Wheat. That is not fantastic. All right, I, I can I, I I can't even see it, but I'll just say who's next in the recast. <laughs> Chris, it's, it's your turn. You know, there's a you know we always revert, especially Vic and I always revert back to wrestling terminology, right? Um, this is something that's a wrestling terminology. It's it's called a hard act to follow, right? <clears throat> uh, it's always hard to follow garbage down there because <laughs> <laughs> what? Because it stinks. Uh, <laughs> 
Two <laughs> because the amount of tomfoolery is just ridiculous. So it's like wow. But I, 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 uh, after he spews all this hot garbage, I, I have to be tasked with trying to clean it up, trying to make it seem presentable, professional at times. So let's go ahead and see if I can do that today successfully, right? Um, shout out to James. He did say something as I was doing my search for recasting because Chris reminded me I have to have the picture of the person before. Normally, if I recast you, you're pretty bad, so I don't want to see you. But uh, that's our job now. We have to uh, have the new one. So I saw this picture and I said, hey, this is funny. I didn't even think about this. This might be true. Uh, I didn't find this, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't make this. This was actually on Google. This was actually <laughs> somebody compared these two. I was like, wow, that's amazing, you know, because I was going to compare them too. And this is what I was going to compare it to. But that's mm -hmm. fine. And James also asked earlier, he was like, hey, we got to find out how much money this person made. I think this person is the second biggest box office attraction in the uh, in, uh, cinematic universe. Who do I think is number one? I think it's this person. They haven't made yeah, it yes. in a while. <laughs> yes. But they're usually there. Now, hardest working woman in Hollywood. Hardest working. Like you thought Samuel L. Jackson was a bad man. Now, let me no. explain. Oh. Nothing. All right, first person I want to recast is uh, none other than this person himself, right, Casper, mm -hmm. uh, because he's such a, a great person to be around, so interesting, right? Mm -hmm. uh, except for the fact that he really was not, um, how can I put this? He really wasn't scary. And I, I'm used to ghosts, just like Twilight, and my problem with Twilight was vampires weren't scary. This person was scary to me, right? Yeah. You, see, you, you see that reaction, Tales of Terror? You heard that reaction that you had? He said, yikes, right? Now, let's go here. Oh, Let's go here, right? Mm -hmm. This right here does not make eight Tales of Terror. This right here does, okay? Yeah. Yes. So please understand. This is what a ghost should look like. This is what Tom Fuller yeah. in the toilet after you throw up after being drunk looks like. This is, yeah. this is it right here, okay? So that's my first recasting, right? Hey, guess what? I have another recasted though. In case you think that one wasn't a good one, that didn't do it for you. Mm -hmm. I have this person too. This person needs to be recasted, right? <laughs> Different person altogether, right? And I was like, well, hey, who who do we have? Who's generic enough that we could put in that spot? Hey, I have somebody for you. Here we go. Justin Bieber? <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, Justin Bieber. He did a great job. Uh, he did a great job, right? You think he did a good job? What are you okay. talking about, Justin? Or are you talking about the boy that was in Ten Seconds of Film? The boy that was in Ten Seconds of Film, because all the little girls was in love with him. Here like, you so he had a crush on him. That's why he was great. Is that what you're saying? All the little girls loved him. Look, I've made a post about it. Like so, so you were a little girl, correct? So you had a crush on him. Everyone had a crush on Casper. So you're saying you had a crush on him? I'm just asking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why is it hard for you to admit that you had a crush on this random dude? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not, look, I wouldn't have brought it up if it was hard for me to admit, but I'm saying he did a great job. Something All the little Chrissy, girls him. I'm sorry, something that just came to my mind. Chrissy was telling me about her favorite Michael Jackson song earlier. Chrissy, did you want to tell the audience? Or? No. no. You, don't, you don't want to tell him? No. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. She don't want to tell him, but I will tell you this. This guy also needs to be recasted, right? Because he's a horrible actor. <laughs> he's a horrible actor, right? And I was like, hey, who gets a lot of roles in these movies that's a horrible actor? I mean, I can't think of but so many people, right? Because he, Bill Holm is terrible. He's in a lot of movies. I'm like, wow, he only played in one good movie. He had a good speech. Now, who is it? This guy here. <laughs> this guy is one of the worst actors I've ever seen in my entire life. He's only been in one good movie, which is Face Off. The Pennies! 
That's from Wicker Man. I can't. I would have. He would have. I mean, I'm not gonna good. lie though. I, I do like National Treasure movies. No, I did too. Yeah, he is, he is, he is mm-hmm. a bad actor though. Yeah, let's yeah. let's go back to Hot Garbage's name. All right, so then this guy here. Right. I know I said I know I put him earlier, but I said, hey, instead of recasting Casper himself, why don't we cast the name? His name is Casper the Friendly Ghost, right? Mm-hmm. And this is when it gets to uh, my worst take, right? This is when it gets to my worst scene. Because instead of Casper the Friendly Ghost, it needs to be Casper <laughs> yes. the Creepy Ghost. Because yes. he wasn't scary. Mm-hmm. The man was creepy as hell. Right. Yes. So I everybody knows, not everybody knows. But I was in Atlanta last week and I learned, hey, if you know, if you take somebody 14 feet that considers kidnapping, right? Didn't know that. 14 feet considered kidnapping. Hey, that means nothing to Casper. I'm a dead guy. So I'm just going to go ahead and grab a woman who clearly says no about four times, right? I'm just going to grab her and I'm going to take her to the top of something after almost dropping her and killing her, right? And then I'm going to take her back. I'm going to forcibly kiss her when she's asleep and I'm going to say, can I keep you? Because she's a doll. Because all I want is a friend, right? Mm-hmm. I want to. I don't want to watch somebody like their sleep, like you know, like I'm from this character from Twilight, uh, you know. And I'm just going to kiss and stuff like that. So he was creepy there, right? I have no idea what his unfinished business was because everything was right there for him. That was a little, a little confusing to me. His uncles were creepy too. That's probably where he got it from. Then he's a 12 year old boy because they mentioned that he was 12 years old. Uh, the fairy godmother, as Chrissy so eloquently put it earlier, came and said, "Hey, I'm gonna pimp out my daughter, right? Yeah. So you have until 10 o'clock." For me to pimp out my daughter, so you can go downstairs, sweep her off her feet, pick her mm-hmm. up again, because Lord knows I, I have ter- it's the '90s, so I have terrible CGI. You can clearly see the wire as these two are uh, dancing. Yes. Uh, so, so, and then make sure you kiss her right in front of her father, right? Because he's not going to care. Because hey, I want to start, you know, creating a light beam that the Suicide Squad had to stop me from doing. Mm-hmm. So, I was a little disturbed by this movie, you know. And then he says, "Can I keep you again?" Wow. Wow, all because you're jealous that she was going to go out on a date with somebody else, but you just want a friend. Well, friend zone didn't work for me. Didn't work for me. Okay. This movie, next segment we got is final thoughts. You're about to hear some stuff, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after this uh, brief commercial break. Thank you so much for watching us. Stay tuned with us here at a popular review. Find out what we're going to review next Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Unpopular Reviews Entertainment Edition, reviewing Casper, Eight Tales of Terror. We're at the halfway mark next week. On Tuesday, we're going to be reviewing Halloween, 1978's Halloween, as well as in 2005's Saw movie. Can't wait for that one. I am the executive champion, Chris Harris, along with that sound that just happened over to uh, your microphones there, Dr. Ghost, Garbage, and See the Superior. And we're about to get into our final segment of the evening, which, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than Final Thoughts. And the first person for Final Thoughts is going to be the person who played it, well, who picked this movie, See the Superior. Take it away. All right. 
So wait. So you don't watch it. You play too much. What? What are you talking yeah. about? It was, it was time, right? Whatever. Okay, all right, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Go. So uh, you guys might know this about me. I've said it before in the show. Halloween is my favorite holiday. And unlike a lot of people like Christmas, Christmas is uh, you got to spend a lot of money on Christmas. And if you grew up with not a lot of money, it's not so great. Then Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is kind of boring. You know, who wants to sit around and eat? You sit around and eat every day. It's nothing too special about Thanksgiving. But Halloween it's awesome. It's a great time to spend with your family. You don't got to spend a lot of money. You could be in your house watching scary movies all night. And when you're with your kids, you got to watch scary movies that are family friendly. And when I was a kid, I watched this movie with my family and it was just a fun time. So I, I think I like this movie because it's a lot of nostalgia. I remember it and, and enjoying watching and enjoying being with my family while I was watching it. So that's why I picked this um, picked this movie, and that's why when I rewatched it, I was disappointed because it wasn't as good as I remembered. And there were certain things that that didn't make sense. And I guess now that I'm an adult, it it is creepy, like the way he was um, when before he even met Katie, when he saw the commercial of of the the dead therapist or the dead psychologist. I thought he was trying to get them in town because he wanted to seek therapy because he was lonely and he needed a friend. I thought he was looking for therapy, but he really just saw the little girl in the commercial was like, look, I got to meet her like some kind of creepo, creepo, creepy, creepy guy. <laughs> so, so I saw that. I saw like a couple of things that didn't make sense. Yes. Uh-huh. Casper, the creepy ghost. And I, it was just certain things just didn't click with me now. So I'm going to have to, unfortunately, give this movie a thumbs down. It didn't live up to my memory, guys. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you know what? So the fact down. that you can admit that, it, it speaks volumes of you, see the Superior. It really does. So Thank yeah, you. Thumbs down from see the Superior, Dr. Ghost on you. Okay. Um... Kind of tough, huh? No, you know why? Because here, here's the thing. There's several reasons. All right. Okay. Not, not, not because I always try to find the good in people and in things, right? So, if you're high and you want a few, <laughs> if you want like a few good laughs, because the ghosts are funny, like the three ghosts. Those guys are funny. I think they're funny. Like it's you know it's 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 a good laugh. It's a good laugh if you want to see if you just want to see something funny and or if you're with your kids and you want to have a good time and you just need to put something on and more than anything like if you need a filler, you know what I mean. That's not me. I don't know where that noise comes from. But um, if you need a filler, this movie is good um, for that. Uh, but. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Say it with your chest. Okay, this movie, this movie right here, the biggest problem. Now, this movie just brought back bad memories, honestly. Jeez. 
because the thing about it, I remember that time and I remember the anticipation for this movie. I remember this was like a transitional period for Christina Ritchie. And also like everybody was boasting about the CGI in this movie and how Casper is going to look so cool. And all the Casper fans were going crazy over this. And this, unfortunately, all across the board just ended up being a big letdown. Um, you can see how star-strutted this is. Mel Gibson, um, freaking Clint Eastwood, Dan Aykroyd, all of these people. And they put just so much attention and so much media hype behind this movie. And then the story just ended up being crap. Um, you know, even though what I said before is true, like, you know, they pretty much just made it a funny movie for kids. But unfortunately, it's... It stays in its own time. It's not something that you can rewatch. It's not like, look, in 20 years, I'll probably show my kids The Lion King. I'm not going to show them Casper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, this is my first down. Sorry. Today. <laughs> yeah. You've done it again. Yeah. Uh, that was down for the first time. Wow. Yeah. Wait, besides uh, Birds of Prey, because that one got a, a, a after the fact. Second time. Huh? The second time he gave a thumbs down before. Mm. No, yeah, thank you, Chris. As Wait, you know, I did I give like a thumbs down. Why don't I remember that? What, what movie did I give a thumbs down? You blocked it out of your memory. It, it was, was a movie. It was more. It was more you were giving revenge because we all thumbs down one of your movies, so you did it to uh, the next one. Of course, oh, I remember yeah. that. Well, what movie yeah, was I, that? I don't remember. That's how bad it was. Your thumbs down. It didn't even make any sense. I should have deleted it from YouTube. All right, go ahead, garbage. <laughs> I did ask to see everybody's face. Thank you, Chris. Well, listen, let me just say that uh, I thought Bane, a.k.a. Facehugger, had a lot of uh, important things to say, and he was actually correct. Chris, why are you shaking your head? No. I thought uh, <laughs> only you and I got that. Only you and I got that. But everybody else, you'll catch up later. <laughs> Thor Birch. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that one. All right. So Casper is creepy, according to Chrissy, uh, but not Edward. Who is a hundred and something That's years completely old? Different. Who? Yeah, it is different because Edward Edward actually sleeps with the juvenile and literally breaks her in the bed and impregnates her. Yeah, yeah. Casper's worse though, right? Okay. <laughs> now, I find it interesting that Chrissy talks about this movie the same way she should talk about Christmas, and yet doesn't. But I will give her credit on this. This is actually the only time I've ever, in all the years that I've known her, slash months. <laughs> that she's ever been fair and objective, Chris Wheeler, fair and objective in a movie that she's picked. Normally, as with most females, they can never admit when they're wrong. Listen to her now. What? I, I'm just exactly. amazed. I rest my case. But this is the only time I've ever known her to be objective about anything. And this might be a good sign for women now, whereas in the 90s, they were bossy. Maybe in 2021, they'll actually start to listen. <laughs> oh, God. I was saying that she went for that bait. No, listen, I don't know if maybe I had to see this movie back in the 90s. Oh, wait, I did see this movie and I hated it then. I don't know if the problem is when I watched the movie as a kid, I paid attention to it back then and I also paid attention to it now. Um, but I don't know who liked this movie back then. I think the movie was trash back then and I don't think it did well according to my memory, but Chris will give us a summary and maybe somebody paid for it. Then again, they pay for it to see this simp called Spider-Man dress up in every movie with home in the title. So maybe it did well at the box office, but since there was no sequel to my knowledge, maybe it didn't. 
Um, I gave the last movie a thumbs up because I didn't know what the hell I was watching. But when I put this on, as Chris has said many times in this episode, within the first few minutes, I knew that I was in, excuse me, we can't curse on the show. Let me revise that sentence. I knew that I was watching hot garbage and that somebody had bent me over the table. And I didn't know what I did wrong to deserve this. And yet, because I'm a man of my word, I had to sit here and take this, this beating for however long this movie was. I didn't care about a single damn character in this movie. I wanted it to be over. I wanted to leave. I didn't find anything scary. I feel like I've wasted an entire week of my life watching trash after trash. And as I said, Vic, you gave me a two-piece combo last week that I thought I wouldn't recover from. And just when I was trying to lift myself up off the mat, here comes Chrissy with the size 11s in men's stomping me back on the stomping me back down on the mat. Okay, what did I do wrong? Thank God, and this is a tease for next week. That finally, Chris, you're gonna finish this sentence. The he's right. not gonna help me out. The anyway, end is near. I started out with the finally, right? Yeah, but there was a rock. finally horror comes back to the eight tales of horror, even though we've only had six so far. Get out of here. But let me just say this as Chris puts up, and he already knows what my vote is gonna be for this movie. One last quote from this movie that I didn't say last time. And this is an important part of this movie. There's only one. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as American holiday, but as a day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly in the night. If you know it, say it with me. We will not vanish without a fight. <laughs> We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. And that was from Casper a.k.a. Independence Day, a far better movie. Thank you. That is my final thought for this. The, the good thing about that is that move, that's from the quote Independence Day, uh, the movie Independence Day, and I feel like I would just been liberated myself after hearing James's nonsense for the last five minutes of his Tom Foolery. So thank you so much for bringing that uh, quote out there. Now, let's go ahead and get to some uh, stuff that you might want to know, might not care about. I don't know. This movie got a 6.1 out of 10 on imbdb.com. I can never say that properly. It's like I'm drinking. I'm not. Also, this movie cost $50 million to make. It made $100 million in the United States with $287 million worldwide. Now, somebody mentioned earlier about a sequel. This movie, fun fact, actually did have a sequel. Uh, nobody remembers it, and I don't believe it was a direct sequel, but it definitely was a sequel that came out uh, later. So uh, why? Because it made, I mean, we're talking about 1995, almost $300 million. Yeah, it's going to get a sequel. Uh, right, Vic? Happy? Cool. Now, let's talk about some uh, negative things about this movie. This movie was an hour and 40 minutes. This movie was made. This movie was released. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Jay, stop. You caught me on a groove. Hold on. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, movie, this movie had a VHS, right? This movie had actors playing in it. I paid a dollar ninety nine off of Amazon to watch this movie. <laughs> Christy, I want my money back. <laughs> what the hell? Wow! I knew it was coming. So, <laughs> I paid for two movies since we. <laughs> <laughs> one was Romeo Juliet. The other was Casper. Right? 
That was I, a fantastic movie. I could not, I could not get cast, but I started to let y'all know, and I felt bad. I was like, no, because I really don't want to see it. But I'm a oh. team player, so I'm gonna pay this dollar ninety nine on Amazon Prime. I want my money back. I really do, and I'm thinking about writing a letter now. Carrington, let's talk about some good things. Carrington was. They started killing people for no reason in this movie. People just started dying left and right. It's a kid's movie. Uh, people started dying left and right. <laughs> I never did you know where he said, honey, I'm home. <laughs> and then his, his daughter was like, daddy. He was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Why did he have a sweater on? That's what I did. <laughs> Because he's hot garbage. <laughs> all the other girls were naked. Like all the uncles, Casper had no clothes. But the other girls, That's because Casper is a sperm. He's a sperm. <laughs> okay. All oh right. wow! I'm surprised nobody recasted him as. Anyway. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that a first? Is that a first that we get full four thumbs down? I don't know if it's the first is one it? We before. I think we did, but this this beats that one. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching us here at Apollo Reviews Entertainment Edition. Join us next week for Halloween. As well as saw as uh, James so eloquently put it, we go back to real eight tales of terror. Hey, Chrissy, you tried. Uh, <laughs> that's what you should have said to Casper. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for watching us. We'll see you next time. So for C Superior, Dr. Ghost, Hot Garbage, as well as the Executive <laughs> Champion here. Hey, can I do something real quick? Let me say it, because I got to go. I got another show to do. But James, and yeah, I am going to put you there. You don't need to see my reactions. I've never been so in agreement with any of your names. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they. <laughs> like it's terrible. There's been two movies that I paid for. There's been two movies where I saw the first few minutes and I hit up everybody in this room and I said, "What did the hell did you have me watching?" Now Romeo and Juliet, I will admit, ended up getting a little bit better. You know, I still well, you up, it got a little better. Yeah. My God, <laughs> I did not <laughs> like joining this movie. I fell asleep. <laughs> I swear to you. I, everybody knows when I'm watching the movie, I usually post it like, hey, I'm preparing and stuff like that. I, go, well, I fell right asleep. <laughs> and then I woke up and I said, oh, no, I paid for this movie. I'm going to mm -hmm. watch it. <laughs> and, I realized, and then I realized after I finished paying for it and watched it, I wouldn't be Bill Pullman in a sweater flying around <laughs> not knowing who his children are. That's how bad it was. It was terrible. It was Did you guys notice? Did you? Did you guys notice Squints in the front in the, in the first couple scenes from Sandlot? Wasn't that him? Yeah, that was him. That was him. I thought so. Uh, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sandlot was garbage. You, you might as well, Chris. Are you, you kidding me? Did you just say Sandlot was garbage? Sandlot was garbage. You're a. You're what did crazy. you just say? Exactly. You're crazy. Defend us in the comments. Sandlot was a fantastic movie. You see your All name right, here? I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't, I can't stand here and listen to this comedy talk. Listen. Yeah. I gotta go. Okay, Sandlot is a great movie. That's the classic. That's the one you come back to, and it's still just as good. And you have your kids watch it, and they enjoy it, and they say, "Oh my God, Dad, you were so right." You know, 
Not I said, this, I said oh my god, I said, oh my god, dad, beat me in the head with a baseball bat now. I can't believe you got me watching this. Wait, we gotta go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so That's much for watching, watching the Spider-Man movies. Don't do that. Good I movies.